Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Hello, welcome to the Grand Challenges episode of the Career Zone podcast. My name is Marley and I'll be your host on today's episode. I'm a recent Exeter graduate and currently working as the graduate program assistant for this year's Grand Challenges. Grand Challenges is a project week in which students work in interdisciplinary groups to design innovative and creative solutions to real world problems. It's a great opportunity to boost your employability, make new friends and participate in some really meaningful work on topics that you're passionate about. This year, our Grand Challenges include climate environment emergency, future food, mental health, social inequality, and our new challenge called Tomorrow's World. Today, I'm joined by three current students who took part in Grand Challenges and now work on our student program team. Let's hear from them. Hi, I'm Katia. Um, I'm now in my fourth year. I study English Literature and Spanish, and I did the Loneliness and Mental Health Challenge uh, back in 2020, so it was um, the Challenge Online. Hello, I'm Kira. I'm a third year law student and I did the communicating climate change uh, last year. And I'm Olivia. I'm a second year classic student and last year I did the social inequality challenge. That's great. Thank you everyone for joining us on the podcast today. My first question for the three of you is what made you decide to get involved with Grand Challenges and was it what you expected? I decided to get involved I think I actually originally signed up for the social inequality challenge so I think I kind of wanted to work on a project that I thought was worthwhile and I also wanted to meet some people I did it my first year um, so I signed up fairly early on and thought it'd be a good way to kind of fill that time at the end of the third term as well where a lot of the time you don't really have much planned and it's a nice way to get involved in something but I then switched to the loneliness and mental health um, because of COVID and they didn't run all of the challenges. But that one was actually ended up being really relevant when I was doing it from home in lockdown. So, yeah, but it kind of changed as it went on. But originally, I just really wanted to get involved in that project and meet some people. I think it was I mean, it was a little different to the idea I had of it at the beginning because it ended up being online. But when I signed up, it was meant to be in person. But I think it was actually a really valuable experience. Yeah, in many ways it was what I expected, but it obviously wasn't, didn't look the same as uh, what I originally signed up. Great. And Kira, what about you? So I signed up after the like lecture thing you get advertising at the beginning of second term. Yeah, that's um, the Choose Your Challenge event. That's the one. I couldn't remember the proper name for it. And I was like, dead set that I wanted to do one of the climate change ones although I swapped to communicating climate change like a week before the challenge actually happened I think it was a lot more fun than I expected it to be I expected it to be quite quite a lot of hard work and like there was work but it wasn't as grueling as I thought it was going to be which was nice that's great and how about you Olivia so I decided to get involved with one of my friends as well. So the pair of us went and did it. Um, we didn't end up in the same group, but we did do the same challenge. And I picked the social inequality challenge, not just because it was kind of the one that I found most interesting, but also because I felt that it was like really wide ranging. And I would be really interested as to what people could pick out of that to specifically focus on. 
Amazing. Okay, and Katya, can you describe your student output? What was your project? How many people were in your group? Um, and how did you end up presenting your work for the Friday Showcase? So we were a group of four and we were doing the Preventing Loneliness Inquiry group. And we were kind of, we went through a few, quite a few different ideas, but I think we kind of came to the conclusion that there was actually a lot of resources available to students for things like loneliness and mental health, but people weren't really aware that they were there. And so we did some research into this and I believe we did a questionnaire as well. And then we decided that the best way to kind of help people find these resources was to create a website and it kind of went through so you shows what kind of help you wanted and there were quite there are a few different questions that you you went through um, to then get a list of resources that were for your specific situation so the we did a presentation for um to like present our work and we had screenshots from the website and we also made big mind maps that showed um how each different strand went and i believe we also did a demonstration technology allowing um we tried to show kind of what we'd done because I think we were quite proud of the website in the end I hadn't built a website before um, we did it through Wix which made it really really easy but it was a good kind of skill to get your head around and get used to using like a new program. That sounds amazing it sounds like you picked up a lot of skills throughout your week which is yeah really valuable and Kira can you talk a little bit about what your group did as their final project output? Yes, so our project was a choose your own adventure picture book and the basic idea was that it was aimed at sort of key stage one, key stage two children. So you, as you would go through, you would read it and you would then choose the eco-friendly option or the non-eco-friendly option. And then the book would explain to you why one was better than the other, basically. So our final output was we had a presentation in front of all the other groups that had been doing it so far uh, that week. And we had like a little interactive bit in our presentation, which went down really well. And then we also had two posters that had a mock-up of some of the pages from the book. So we could talk people through a little stall at the end of the week, how the book would work together. Together. And then it also had like how we did our research and where the science behind the explanations came from. Wow, very creative. And how many people were in your group? How did your team kind of work together? Uh, there are about eight of us in our group and we kind of ended up with two people that were the main sort of visionary leaders of the group and then the rest of us that were like supporting them and coming up with different ideas. Sounds amazing. Okay, and Olivia, can you tell us a little bit about your project? Yes. So, well, the way that we decided our project in the kind of social inequality group was that we kind of put our hand up and just said, do you have any ideas for this project? And then people, lots of different ones came out and then people got to pick which group they wanted to be in. So we ended up with a group of four people, which is very nice, nice and small. And um, our whole thing was providing interview wear and haircuts to people who may not otherwise be able to afford them because suits are pretty expensive to try and help them get a job. So our output we made uh, posters and flyers and kind of other other posters like sort of just demonstrating how it would work really so a lot of what we did was kind of the planning side of things and then yes as the other two said at the end of the week we did a big presentation to everyone which was really nice and we got to hand out our flyers to everyone at our presentation which was lovely. Yes I remember receiving many of your flyers and it's such a great idea I loved it. So Katya, I'm going to hand this over to you. What was the biggest thing that you learned from your experience with Grand Challenges? Were there any skills that you developed um, or anything new that you learned or fun about your topic? 
I think I learned a lot, a lot of different skills, because also the skill sessions leading up to challenges. I had quite a lot of time being in lockdown as well, so I really threw myself into those, and I found that I, yeah, I learned a lot through that. I did like various different ones, some of the more kind of business-based ones as well, which I hadn't really done doing more of the like English-based course, and I think that'll be really helpful for the future. But in terms of from the actual project, I think I learned so much about how many resources are actually available to students and I feel like I had much a much greater understanding of kind of the, the structure of the well-being at the university and how much people could really benefit from actually knowing where to find these resources so I think that was that was really helpful and especially kind of in that situation knowing I think it's pretty important to know like where you can get help especially with those those years during Covid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, just became so relevant, especially during that year. And Kira, what was the biggest thing that you learned from your experience during Grand Challenges? I think I learned more about sort of how teams work together, because that was definitely the biggest group project I've ever been in with eight people. And I'd never really come into contact with how groups that big interact with each other and how you work best together as a team. So I think that's really valuable information going forward. Yeah, definitely. And what about you, Olivia? I learned a variety of things. I learned some interesting things about our topic specifically. So in order to have a think about how whether our project would be relevant, we were looking at the kind of services that other shops offer and kind of the issues with their suit renting services and that kind of thing. And it was always interesting to me how although they perhaps were doing something for the community it was never like a detriment to their business model so they charge you if you don't return it on time they charge you if it has any damage to it all that kind of thing it definitely highlighted flaws with this kind of project working under a business and how it's much better to do it with a charity but also um within my group i really like working with people who had very different skills to me so we were like creating social media posts which is not really something i'd ever done before and it was nice to just kind of be able to watch someone else do it and they were showing me how to use all the different tools that they had and um, that was really interesting. That's great and it sounds like you also did some really valuable like market research throughout the week. Katya can you talk a little bit about if your Grand Challenges experience has helped with your employability at all? I think it gave me some experience in planning and also as I was saying the skill sessions were really helpful in thinking about how to approach that kind of project and what kind of things you need to think about in terms of being realistic about your goals and what output would best fit what you're trying to do with the project. And I think it gave me a lot of good examples to use in interviews. I know that I already have brought up examples from that project in my interviews um, because we were also dealing with quite a few different obstacles. Um, I mean, not only were we doing a project online with a group who were all over the like not just all over the country we had one of the girls in my group was in a completely different country on a different time zone so we were having to try and uh, fit the meetings around each of our different timetables and make sure that we had time to work together as well as doing individual work so I think that kind of aspect was important I think in general Grand Challenges is really good for working in a team um, because you tend to all be quite passionate about it you just have to kind of overcome those those obstacles that you might have to create a really good output at the end. That's great. And Kira, can you talk a little bit about how Grand Challenges has helped your employability? I mean, it definitely has helped because otherwise I wouldn't be here right now. But I think apart from that, it 
it has also, Katya said, given like a lot of different examples that you can bring up in interviews and when you're doing, there are so many different things that I can now think of that came from Grand Challenges. That's so great to hear. And how about you, Olivia? I'd say a very similar thing. It has helped my employability, not only in being able to improve those skills, but even if you feel like you already have certain skills like presentation skills or team building skills, it's a really good way to evidence that for interviews, which is really nice. Yes, that's great. And I guess it is worth noting that all four of us have our current jobs working behind the scenes with Grand Challenges because we actually completed Grand Challenges. So that's another added bonus. Okay, and Katya, do you feel more aware of the social issues that impact us in the local community as as well as globally after completing your challenge? I think so, definitely. I think what was really helpful for that for me was attending the talks and not only just on my challenge that I did in 2020, but also when I was a programme assistant in my second year as well. I worked on the social inequality challenge and we had some really good speakers for that as well. Um, So I think that gives you a really good insight into the kind of general issues um, on your challenge and your inquiry group. And also people will talk about some quite specific personal experiences, particularly for the social inequality one, I think. But I think also from doing our research in my challenge into the kind of local resources available to people, and we definitely found out more about the kind of things that people, the kind of issues people have in the local community and the ways that they're trying to tackle those as well. That sounds really interesting. And what about you, Kira? Yeah, I think Definitely, both on the the global scale and on the local scale, it was really good at raising awareness for different things. So, for example, during the first day of um, climate communications, there was a big debate between three people of like, what's the best way to deal with climate change? Is it like mitigation or like trying to find a science solution and all of that kind of thing? And there are a lot of really, really good points brought up in that that I just hadn't thought of at all, even though I would have said I was already quite climate literate at that point. And then at the the end of the week, talking to all the, the other different groups that had done it so far was so good. There were so many things that I'd never even considered before that people had done so much work into looking into solutions for. It was really, really good. Sounds really valuable. And finally, what about you, Olivia? I would agree, definitely. I think especially towards the end of the week, being able to look at all of the other groups that have done your challenge. There's also the showcase in which a group from each challenge gets to present to everyone, which is really nice. And it offers kind of a snapshot of what everyone else has been doing. And also in the forum, everyone has a little stall as well. And because you've got a nice big group, it means that you all have some time to not only man your own stall and tell people about things, but to have a wander around and have a look at what all of the other challenges are doing, what their output has been. And I suppose be kind of inspired to kind of look at or research into challenges that you maybe didn't pick this time. So if you were, you know, stuck between two challenges, you can still have a look at the other things people have done and just see topics that you can potentially research, which is nice. Great. Yes. The Friday showcase is definitely my favourite part of the week and getting to see what all the other groups have been working on. Katya, I have one more question for you. If you had to sum up your Grand Challenges experience in three words, which words would they be? I think the first words to come to mind are inspiring and productive. I think that I really enjoyed working on something and they helped me want to carry on getting involved in those kind of projects and also engaging. I think sitting at home on my laptop in my room in lockdown, I didn't think that I would manage to get the same kind of engagement as you would in person. 
I think maybe it is a lot more fun in person, but I still managed to really engage with the content, I think. Good three words. I like that. And Kira, what three words would you use to sum up your experience for Grand Challenges? I would say fascinating, fiery, because it was really, really inspiring and fun. Good. You stuck with an F theme there. I like it. And Olivia? My first one was going to be communication, not only within your own group, but also working on your presentation skills with communicating to the wider group. I say non-pressurized. That I don't know if that counts as one word, possibly. I'll take it. Uh, I'll allow it. But um, it's something that hasn't really come up yet. But it's really nice to be able to work on something that everyone is passionate about while knowing that you won't be graded on it. If you make a mistake or if you don't quite finish something, you're not going to be, you know, told off or sent a threatening email it's fine it's all about personal development and you really get out of it what you put into it and my third one was going to be fun which is also what Kira said but no it was very enjoyable I had a wonderful week good oh those are all very good words thank you all for joining us this has been really informative and I've loved hearing about your experiences throughout the week and we're very happy to have you on the team and hopefully we'll be providing this year's students with the best experience that they can have Thank you so much, Katia, Kira, and Olivia, for joining me on today's episode. I really enjoyed hearing about your experiences completing Grand Challenges. If Grand Challenges sounds like something you might be interested in, head over to our website at exeter.ac.uk forward slash Grand Challenges to learn more and sign up now. We can't wait to see you this June. This was the Career Zone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message, hashtag careerzonepodcast at UOE Careers on Twitter or at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone on Instagram. And we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.